Hello. Hey, Tanya. That was a high pitch. I know, right? I just held a note for a second. Okay. okay. I cannot sing, y'all. I cannot. I like it. I like it. Hey, Tanya. Hey, Kelly. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm tired. Oh, you should see the shirt that I have on. My Tanya's shirt wearing says- a shirt that says tired, and I can't read the bottom, but it says tired. And it says... 1619 1619 to 2020. That was tired. the George Floyd. Yes. Period. But, but we are tired. And just say to word. present. Yeah, to every day, whatever day this is. Yes. But yeah, we're tired, y'all. It's been a long week. Yes, long, but long we're week. here. Welcome to the 40 and Fearless podcast, episode two. Season two. Yes. And we are very excited to be hanging out again together tonight. Um, so what are we talking about, Tanya? What are we, what's going on? How, what's been going on this week? What have you been up to? Uh, like seriously, just between work and like I'm teaching, but I'm also interning as a principal. So I'm doing like two jobs during the day and then coming home with my daughter and, you know, homework and just spending time with her. Grad school work. I'm, I'm tired. Mm. I'm exhausted. Mm. Yeah. Friday night. And I'm like so excited to just. Sit on the couch and turn on the television. Yeah, which we're not doing right now because we're doing the puck. <laughs> Speaking of TV, so everybody's talking about Squid Games. Yeah. I have not watched it. I have not. I haven't had the time. Yeah. But you have you? I have. Okay. I, I, I don't even know where it came in. I, don't, I didn't know about it. So I was sleeping one night and all I heard were like gunshots. And I woke up like, what is going on? So my husband was watching it. So I missed like the first 30 minutes of the first episode. Mm -hmm. And I was like, are they playing a game? Like, and the people are not making it and like, they're just shooting people. So I was kind of intrigued by it. So I stayed up and watched the rest of the episode and I was just hooked. Turned out that a lot of people have been watching it. I think it just came out on Netflix. It was like the number one trending show. How many episodes has is it? There's nine episodes. Oh my God. See, I don't have the time. We watched it in about <laughs> two nights. Um, stayed up really late watching it to just get through it. Because it's one of those shows you want to keep watching it. But it's so disturbing. Mm. And it yet it's like a really good story about how human beings are when their backs up are against the wall. Mm-hmm. It's about like... Uh, you know, society and like capitalism and, mm. you know, how the rich take advantage of the poor. Oh. And, you know, when you're in a state of desperation, how do human beings act? You know, so I was really fat as a psychologist. I found yeah, it very fascinating. I could see you being into that. And I just like exploring that darker side of human nature. So I definitely liked it, but it, it's a lot. It's really violent. But it's it's to me it was very fascinating. But you got to devote the time to watch. That's nine episodes, a lot of time. I know. That's nine hours. <laughs> I saw somebody posted. If you haven't watched Squid Games to this point, peer pressure has nothing on you. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I qualify. So if you're not watching Squid Game, are you watching anything? Like, what are you watching? You know, my life consists of. I come home. You know, I, I watch my evening news, and then with my daughter, you know, I'm playing with her, or whatever. Once she's bathed and in bed, I lay down with her, and nine times out of ten, I'm probably falling asleep like right after her. Like I, I really don't have any shows that I faithfully watch. I really don't. Not even like DVR and watch or later on in the weekend because so, you were telling me about the one show you was watching um, that I don't watch. 
That was on um, BET, Sisters. Oh, that's right. I do now, and I DVR'd that. First of all, let me just say, I am not a fan of Tyler Perry's acting. His actors, you know, the the quality. However, this the wig series <laughs> is is pretty good. I have to give I have to give it credit. Um, so that just actually started coming on this week and I DVR'd it, but I fell asleep in the middle of it. So I have to try to watch it again. <laughs> this will all make sense to y'all when we get into our actual topic today, yes. why we're talking about this. Yes. But you fell asleep mid-episode. Mid-episode. And there is another show that I watched that's starting to come on tonight again called um, Ready to Love. It's like my... I've heard people talk about that yeah, show. It's a pretty good... It's like a dating show for people like in their 40s and... Some are like divorced, some are widowed, some have never been married, some have kids. It's just, it's for me, it's pretty interesting because, you know, it's kind of like I can relate to it. Okay, cool. So, so that comes on tonight and I, I probably, it's two hours tonight, so I probably won't uh, make it hours, through that either. Two hours is a big commitment. <laughs> it is a big commitment. Shows, shows that have big commitments, I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Like, even with a show where you can binge watch it or not, like that's better, but like, I used to used to be. This is going way back. With me and my mom used to watch Big Brother. Oh, I still Kelly. I stopped watching it like maybe Kelly. season two because there's too many episodes in a week. No, you. It's it, a major commitment. It's major. I promise you. This past now that show I watched faithfully every. It came on three times a week. It just ended. I don't know if you've heard. But this is the first season, and I've watched all 23 seasons. 23? Yes. 20, it's been, it's been on, on 23 years? years. This is the first season that a black person won. And the reason why he won is because there were six. This is the first time there were this many black people in the house at the same time. I did hear about that. The they were circle. called the cookout. Or the cookout. The cookout. <laughs> and they are the only alliance in 23 years that have made it to all six of them to the end. They had an excellent strategy. And they 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 made a plan. They stuck to it, and a black person walked away with seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It was so. This so was once probably it, the best once it season. got down to just the cookout members, did then they it just? It real. was every man for it themselves, got, yeah. or so woman for themselves. Leading up to that, because it started out, I think twelve people in the house, and they had this plan from day one. They all went. In, they walked in from day one and was like, they just they just knew they were like, we got each other's back, mm-hmm. and they 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 was knocking people out, and nobody knew. Nobody realized until. It was just black people left in the house, and they were like, "Wait a second! Like, what did they really just do that?" Wow. <laughs> and they pulled it off. It was so good. Maybe I can watch just this season then. Just watch this season, because now I can just watch the old episodes and go through them quickly. Yes. I don't gotta watch and, it. And the old those episodes are only like forty minutes when you take out commercials. It's okay, not that bad. Maybe I'll give that a chance again. It was so if, if if you have ever not watched Big Brother, that would this was this past season, season twenty three is the season to watch. It was so good, so so good. Okay, so we shout out to the cookout. So we've <laughs> we've we've discussed our viewing habits over the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that we were talking about, as a matter of fact, speaking of being tired, speaking of television shows, and we're falling asleep, mm-hmm. we wanted to talk about the things that people. I hope I'm saying this right. What we people should have told us about what happens when you get to like your 40s, late 30s, 40s. Right. Like what is different about us that we wish we knew before? So I we just were wish more, somebody would have told me. Yes. Just so we were prepared. <laughs> we, we, we don't feel like we were prepared. We were not prepared. But thankfully, we are here to help those of you that might listen that are not quite 40. Here, we're going to tell you just a few things mm-hmm. that we wish someone had be told ready. us. Take notes. To be ready for. <laughs> Some of them are really light, chill, funny type things. Some of them are for real, like serious. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, so we're going to try to go through this and, and as, as, as best we can without cracking up at some of these. <laughs> so which, which one? I'll let Tanya start because I don't know where to start with my list. I'm going to start. I'm going to just start with. So Kelly and I, like we like to have talking points before we come on the podcast. So her first point was joint aches. <laughs> and like when I tell you, so as a teacher, <laughs> I am on my feet all day long and i have to wear like shoes that aren't like your, the, the cutest you know because i'm wearing like i need comfort shoes my feet <laughs> not feet my foot i have one foot in particular not one foot yes kelly me. one foot it has been giving me problems all week and i'm just like what like what is the problem i used to walk, go to work with boots like heels on just walking down the halls, clack, clack, clack. Now I'm walking with rubber, rubber sole. No, you got no, you got the loafers on. Yeah, you know what? Nothing's wrong with a nice loafer. Oh my Nothing's god! Wrong but with I need it. the support. I need the I need the Doctor Scholes. Need the inserts. No, you're right. So so definitely one of the things that I used to think was a total myth, and I'm like, no, I think it's true is that the joint aches and like mm-hmm. when it's a little bit cloudy outside, I rain. feel like when it's going <laughs> to rain, I feel like there's like a general ache. Right. And it's from old injuries. So this is the thing, like I had it. Okay. So years ago, so I'm like maybe 26. So this is years ago. I fell in a hallway at work and I injured my rotator cuff. Mm. I did physical therapy. I healed from it. Like I was fine. But now, when it's kind of rainy or cloudy out, I have this like ache in my my left side where my rotator cuff is, and I'll be like rotating it, like what's going on? And it's just a general ache, and I'm like, this is the kind of stuff my grandmothers used to yes, talk about. My, my grandma, my grandparents, even my mom, like she would always say, "Oh, it's about to rain." I'll be like, no. "What? No, like, come on." <laughs> yes. Are you all those those of you that are 40? Can y'all make sure y'all tell us if this is just me and Tanya's weird issues? I pray that it's not. Because I definitely feel like since I even in like the last like year and a half, two years, that it started to be more noticeable. Or even waking up and getting out of bed, you get up, you're like, or like when you go to get up, you do that side, like another day, another dollar type so, of type of feeling, you know? This guy on Instagram, he did this video of like this old woman trying to get up out the seat and how he would rock back yeah. and forth. That sometimes, like you need that push off to get up off the chair. <laughs> you need that momentum. <laughs> it's so sad. It, Even, it's just, it's bad. And it's funny, you said you, pre- previous injuries, speaking of feet. This is going to sound crazy, but I broke my pinky toe when I was like 28 years old. Oh, my God. Yes. How? Doing laundry. I hit, carrying the laundry basket. I hit the corner of the wall. Oh, that that probably hurts. It hurts so bad. And broke my pinky toe. Can't to this day wear like super high heels because of it. But when, like you said, when it's about to rain, like that foot, (laughs) (laughs) that toe, you would be surprised how your toes like really have play a role in your walking and your balance yes. everything yes yes so and it can take, make or break your mood then it affects your mood everything your body then your mood mm-hmm. you have a bad mood it's just a it's just a cascading effect yes. of just feeling older yes and so for those and and first of all there are some of you out there that are like oh i don't have that because i'm just so in shape and, and I everything I work, everything's great i eat clean and congratulations right. this Good doesn't you. you can you can co-sign on some of the other things that maybe we'll talk about maybe this isn't your you know you're blessed in this other this way 
congratulations i will say vitamin d so my doctor was like telling me you know vitamin d does help i've been taking a multivitamin with vitamin d and it does help with joint aches okay one of the things i have is some knee cracking going on so that so (laughs) i've been (laughs) it sounds like tissue paper going up the stairs The doctor, you know, it's bad when the doctor's like, well, you could do some physical therapy, which I did. And mm-hmm. they were like, well, you know, it's out of alignment. You have to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to sound like I can't sneak up on anybody. No. <laughs> if there's somebody in my house and I'm trying to run away from them and I'm trying to creep up the stairs or down yeah. the stairs, I'm found out. I'm I'm gone. Yeah, there's, I'm there's gone. no more percolator. Like, I, oh, I can't percolate girl. no more. <laughs> I percolated a couple years ago, and I was like, okay. I still got it. If I tried that today, y'all, listen. Oh, my God. I don't have to call come. out of work the next exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> it's over. Days are over. Oh, that so that's so like funny. definitely something I wish that I was more prepared for. Because one, I would have probably appreciated the, the years I had right. without yes. it. I think I think we kind of were prepared for that. We just didn't listen. Like we should have listened to those elders that would talk about it. Yeah, and we just kind of like blew them off, and now here we are. Yeah, they were like, "Don't wear them high heels, my, girl, oh, that was because my mom. they want to get you later." And I mess up your and knees. It's like you know, like nah, I gotta be, and it's like, mm. yeah. yeah, well, that's now I'm wearing Dr. Scholl's. That's unfortunate. <laughs> No, I haven't gone that far, but I definitely am a flat. I wear a cute flat. Well, like I said, as a teacher, like you're a constant, like you're just, you're always walking around, you know? Yeah. And y'all can't wear sneakers like that, huh? No. No. Okay. Got you. Mm -mm. So, so the other thing, one of the other things, so this one, this is just simple. We talked about it, right? I'm, I'm tired. Like I'm, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. And I feel like you can't get enough sleep. Like. Mm -hmm. And and that concept of I'm gonna catch up on sleep later is not a thing. It's not real. It's and like not. I feel like I'm just tired in general. So that it's just kind of like an effort to do some things. And it's not all the time. There's definitely times where I have a lot of energy, but I just noticed that in the last year or so since turning 40, that I definitely am more just tired. Like my energy is lower. Mm-hmm. So I have less energy. And that often ties into kind of what we talked about last week was then I have less energy to give to others. So right. if you're not bringing the right energy, I don't have enough energy to, to care. Yeah. So we go back to that. So do you? So when I'm talking about tired, I'm talking about emotionally tired, but also just physically tired. Right. And I think part, you know, it's it's a catch twenty two. Like you know, I I had my daughter when I was thirty six, which is considered kind of fairly you know later in life. And the energy that I that I have now, it's you know I do things with her, but it's like I'm just like running on e. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like if I had had her earlier in life, you know I would have been like so much more like gung ho about things. So I, you know, I push myself because you know it's not her fault that yeah. <laughs> I had her later in life and I'm tired. But it kids will you know they they don't care they, they don't, don't care to, they don't care that you're sick they don't care that you're tired they they want your attention so. You sometimes have to muster I, that up. Sometimes I look at my kids and I'll be jealous because they have so much energy. <laughs> right. And I'll just be like watching them play like, must like be how, nice. How do you wake up from the moment you wake up until the moment your head hits that pillow? You're just nonstop. Exactly. Uh, I just be looking at them with a mixture of like joy, pride, jealousy, jealousy <laughs> frustration. frustration. I'm like, wow, you guys better enjoy every second of this. 
knowing that they won't appreciate it and knowing that they're taking it and for granted. And when you're so tired, you're like, you know what? Just do what you want. Like, I don't even care. Like, just <laughs> make, a, make a mess and exactly. clean it up exactly. later. <laughs> Y'all ever stop parenting your children? Like, you're just, you're just like, you know what? Okay. You want donuts? You want donuts for dinner? So okay. who cares? Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm tired. So I'm tired. True. I'm tired. So, so true. So that's definitely a big one. I know a lot of our friends, too, will co-sign on that. Just being in general tired and having moments where you're just like, you know what, guys, live your live it up. Yes. You know, have all the gummy bears you like because I'm tired and I'm not cooking. Right. And the tiredness creeps up on you because in my mind, like, it could be like Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, Tuesday, this coming weekend, I'm not gonna have my child. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, this, and this on the weekend. Like I have it in my head, I'm gonna do all these things. But by the time Friday comes, the love, like, it's it's like, you know what? I just, I don't even want to do anything. You kind of hope you don't make plans with people because that, then- <laughs> that ties to one of our other ones. Yes. That ties to one of our other <laughs> Then you got to back out of it. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's, it's like that. You get so excited, though, when you yes. know you're going to have a chunk of time. You're like, yes, yes. I'm going to get all these things. Done. And that for that moment, you feel so much energy. You're like, yes, you can do it. I'm going to accomplish these things. Mm-hmm. And then the day comes and like you watch the hours creep by. You right. watch the sun go down and you're like, I ain't, I, I ain't oh, going to get it all done. It. Right. <laughs> then you start to like feel bad that you, <laughs> you set all these plans. And you, you're canceling on people. But, you know, it's like. Sometimes you just got to listen to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I thought it was a good idea at the time. It's not now. Just, I just, for, I've learned. I just say, you know, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> like, I'm just going to, let's, you know, I'm going to mark it in, you know, put a note, mental note, but I'll this is why you, you, you got to have friends that aren't going to make you feel bad about that mm-hmm. though. But wait, wait, I don't want to get ahead of myself. What, what we're talking about, we're easing into is the other thing that nobody tells you about when you turn 40 and it's the secret prayers <laughs> That someone's going to cancel plans before you have to. Yes. <laughs> Don't sit here and lie to yourself and say, y'all haven't felt this way. Mm. Like, you have plans on a Friday night mm-hmm. to, like, go out f- for drinks with friends or something like that. And then someone sends a text like, thought I could make it, guys, but I can't make it. I have to work late or my child is sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, not that you're happy that they have to work right, later right. that somebody's sick. Not that. But just like you're like, I don't have to be the one to say it. So then you kind of are like, okay, is enough of us going that people are still going to want to have to go? Or is it like only three of us? So if like one doesn't go, we can all cancel. But then that snowball effect starts to happen. And it's like, well, you know what? I can't make it either. And next thing you know, you start out with six people and now you have like two. Yep. <laughs> and that, set, that, that last person maybe just is sticking with it because... They don't want to be the last right. one to be like, I don't want to go. But I think that five to six years ago, like that would have really annoyed me. Because oh, it's yeah. like, oh, I planned my whole like week right. and now you're like pulling out right. last minute. Unless it's like somebody's sick. But like right. when it's just like, oh, y'all, I can't make it. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I don't even care. There's don't don't no tell me. No explanation needed. No, don't, get no it. questions asked. <laughs> no questions you're asked. Good. We're good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting me off the yes, hook. So yes. you're like secretly happy when the plans get canceled. Yes. Like I ain't want to go out anyway. I'm yes, tired. Yes. Goes so back to being tired. But that yeah, like tired. I feel like that's new. That's not something that I expected to be. I didn't never expect it to be that kind of person where like I have all these plans. And then when they're like, everything goes awry, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, it's fine. Because I was the type of person where I'm pretty rigid about schedules. So like 
if I have something planned, I worked around a lot of things. Right, so it's to like, make it happen. From, <laughs> and growing up, I hated being home on the weekends. I, I always wanted to be out. I wanted to do something. When I was in high school, Friday and Saturday nights, I worked at the mall. So I was always like out. You know, I worked at the movie theaters. When I was in college, you know, if I wasn't working a part-time job, you know, I was hanging out with friends, going parties and things like that. So it, I just would have never imagined that I got would have gotten to a point where it's like Friday night. I just want to sit on the couch and chill out till I fall yeah. asleep. Yeah, exactly. So. And I don't mind it, you know. Like even even with us tonight. So we were we've been having these grandiose plans that we're gonna batch <laughs> record the podcast. We're gonna record like three, two, four episodes at once. No, <laughs> we text each other tonight. Like, girl, how much energy you got to do? I could do one. I got one episode in me. I got one in me. That's about <laughs> That's it. it. That's all I One quality. One, and you know one what? a good one. And you know what? I was like, I agree. I too only have one left in me. We're both going to leave this uh, area that we're taping from tonight and we're going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, but you need friends like that. That get it. That get it. That get it and will match your level of low energy. And there's still some of us. There are still 40 year olds that I follow that are out there. And I applaud y'all. Like big ups to you. I don't know how y'all do it. Y'all must not have kids. I don't know what it is, but or your kids are grown. But you know what? Sometimes people have expectations that aren't real. Like sometimes people will be like, like they'll say to me, like, I don't know how you're doing all the things you're doing. Cause they see me busy, like with the kids. Like, wow, you're really busy. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I have a lot. First of all, I have a lot of help. So we live, yes. when you live near family, you could like dispatch Thank people to family. do a lot of things. Yeah. So, so that's number one. Number two is y'all have no idea the amount of stuff I'm not doing or the stuff I'm doing sort of halfway. <laughs> so just like, it's, so you can't always tell from what people put out there on social media. That's true. What's going on? Because I can tell you right now, I'm not nearly as busy as I probably was several years ago trying to be here, there, and everywhere mm-hmm. because I just am able to say no now. And like, yeah. no, I can't do it. Or no, I can't make it. I can't be in five places at once. That kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what else do we wish that someone had told us about as we got to 40 and, you know, beyond? Like, what what haven't we, weren't, weren't we told about? So this one is a little bit different, and I, don't, I wouldn't have expected anyone to tell us this, but I'm, like, discovering, I discovered it, like, just, I don't know. Um, how do I say this? Like, your... Um, Sex drive, I guess. We just call it what it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dive in. It had, as a female, <clears throat> I do recall growing up that people say, like, a woman in her 40s, like, just hits her prime. Mm-hmm. That's 100% true. I agree, 100% Tanya. True. Thank you for bringing this up, Tanya. <laughs> we don't Without talk about it. too much information. Yeah, so, so you know, we're going to keep it PG-13-ish. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I think that's that is something that I wish people talked about too maybe in some ways they did like you heard like cougar mm-hmm. i don't know if coug- is 40 is the 40s like a cougar stage or so is it I, is it 50s like when are you officially in a stage where and i, I guess cougar uh, it doesn't mean high sex drive cougars more if you like younger men if you like a younger man okay. i feel like 40 year old single women that date younger men i don't think that we're cougars I, well not weird because i don't prefer younger men but i call them pumas i don't call them tanya, <laughs> tanya done 
I made it my own word. Pumas. Are they all in the cat family? Is a cougar a type it's of a cat? cat family. Okay, I, I feel like cougar is probably like 50, 60, but puma is kind of like, you know, you're still like a little fierce. But you guys should see the way she's moving <laughs> like her moving body. Like she's a, sort of like, like moving, prowling. like prowling through <laughs> the air with her hands. So a puma. So you're a puma? No, I'm not a puma. Oh, you're not a puma. I'm not a puma. Not at all. Why a puma? I don't know. Because what other what other like cat is there besides like you have your cougar? You don't want to be like a tiger. A panther? Is that a type of cat? I don't know. Puma just to me is more. They climb trees. (laughs) They're agile. They are agile. Okay, so we're we've we've picked up a new phrase. So puma, puma. is for the forty something year old yeah, woman, according to Tanya, year. that likes younger men. But you are not a puma. No, I'm but not. But you do notice a a change where you feel like whoever said that women hit their, their sexual their peak, peak in their forties. I definitely agree. Okay, I agree as well. Yes. I co-sign on that. I definitely. You know, the thing you worry about though is like, does that mean that? <laughs> That means you're getting closer to like to, to the like. Are you at the peak and you're just gonna go downhill? After yeah. That? So does that mean that we're like? At is the, this the best? This is the best it gets. Because how long can we ride this out? Right. No pun intended. <laughs> how long can you ride this out uh, before the drop off? Right. Right. Before the drop off, especially if you're not in a relationship. So you you know so. If you're if you're with someone and you're able to like satisfy that a lot, mm-hmm. that's awesome. But mm-hmm. like if you're not and this is it, you've got to like, what do you do? What do you do? Oh man, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. Like this Tanya is like says, quality Tanya's time. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything. I, I don't know what you do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fortunately I'm not <laughs> I'm not in this situation, but <laughs> I don't know. This is like the prime of your life. So ladies, like just just take advantage of of this time if you're in your 40s. I um, want to know if other women in their 40s are like that. I'll say even those of you in that 39 about to turn 40 range, are you noticing that changing yourself? I think it's partly because like uh, going back to what we said last week, like you just don't care anymore. And when you don't care, you you free yourself of like what you, you know, even like in when you're intimate with someone, you're not really caring about the things you cared about when you were 20, right. you know, like the right. little things. And I don't know. It's just like, you're just free and you're just maybe more comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, maybe yeah. like, you know, there's probably some biological reason there for it to too, be. but I think you're right. Like from a psychological perspective, like, you know, when you have gotten to a certain point, it's like you, ex- you're hopefully accepting who mm-hmm. you are. And so you're not as worried about, what you're looking like to someone else. It's more about like, no, you're supposed to also be here for me too. Right. Like I want to get something out of this too. Right. And maybe you're even more vocal about, about, exactly. about things. So it results in you getting what you feel you need fulfilled, fulfilled. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I definitely can see why there are pumers and cougars because I do remember hearing that men peak when they're younger. So mm. I, I I don't know. I don't know. So what they happens. already on the decline. <laughs> They're already downhill. I don't know. I, I can't speak for the fellas, but that might be why the coolers, the young men and the older women link up. Oh, that's true. You know? I never thought about that. But yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So then what What should we like? So that's something we wish someone had told us. But why? Like, why would that have been helpful for us to know? Like, hmm. like. Don't waste your time on these, uh, you know, on don't waste your time feeling like, you know, I, I think it's just something to look forward to. Like, you know, just girl, just wait, just wait till you turn. 
<laughs> just be ready. <laughs> be ye ready. Yeah, I wonder why, though. Like, why don't... I don't know. It seems like it's so far away. Maybe that's... You know, when I was in my 20s, 40s seemed really it far really away. Did. But now that I'm 40, 25 doesn't seem that far back. But you know, it scares me because... 20 years didn't doesn't seem that far away, which means in another 20 will be 60. You know mm. what I mean? And that's going to come just as quickly as 40 did. Yeah. And that scares me because then it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, now I'm getting into retirement. Yeah. You know? And... I bet you some 60-year-olds are like, y'all but y'all better enjoy it. Listen, <laughs> it's fun over here. They're probably like, this is great. Our, we our kids had, are grown. We should have had a 60-year-old oh come on and talk with we us. Need, we, do, we do need, we need a, a, a mother I'm going to get my mom to come yeah, on Exactly. Next come, time. <laughs> come school us. Come school us. Because they're probably like, oh, this is great. I don't have to worry about my kids. My mm-hmm. kids are grown. They're out the house. Grandkids, I can live my life. pass them back when you're done exactly, with them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So for us, like, you know, when we were younger, we probably cared so much about what making a, the guy happy or mm-hmm. the girl happy, whoever we're intimate with, right? And it's right. like, you know, no. Like, now it's like, no, we got to make each other happy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that may be part of why it's more enjoyable. Right. As you say, uh, during this time. <laughs> and I think uh, one other thing I can think about with your 40s, well, that you don't, you're not prepared for is you just... um like what I'm thinking more like uh, professionally, you are more focused. Like some people, actually one of my former students, she actually just posted, she's in her twenties and she's realizing that what she went to school for is not what she is enjoying. Like Mm. she's not enjoying it. Yeah. And I think that once you get into your forties, like you, you realize, you know who you are, you know what you enjoy doing and you're in a groove. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would hope. I mean, some people aren't, but I would think by the time you're 40, you know what your purpose is and you're you're working on that. I think you're right because <clears throat> I'm seeing a lot of people that I either went to college with or that I just grew up with, us, you mm-hmm. know, our group of friends. And everybody's like, seems like they're really getting, they're really on their hustle now within the, the profession that they chose. Mm-hmm. Um, and some took detours to different things, but they're like in it. So they started a business or, right. you know, they're now per, uh, publishing books mm-hmm. and they're consulting with television programs right. and they're like, you know, getting promotions. So I feel like th- like it's nice to see so many of the, of us, you know, really mm-hmm. following a passion and you can just see the see the how much it pays off for them. Right. And just being able to celebrate that's one of the things I really wish that more people would tell women to do as they're seeing each other like rise up through the ranks is to celebrate each other. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about this before. Yeah. But it's like, so important. Because, you know, as people are finding their way, as we go through our 20s and we're kind of like deviating and we think we're going to do something, even when you're in the same thing you studied for in college, you might do something different within it. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I always thought I'd go to school I'd have a private practice and that would be all I did. Right. And I've done a lot of different types of things within my field that are not just that. So you just never know yeah. like where life is going to take you. But having the support of your friends and like people saying like, no, you can do it. Give it a try. You know, sharing what they've experienced. Mm-hmm. That That's just made such a difference. So just the idea of like how important those women relationships are, like that's a big thing. Yeah, because for me, you if you had asked me 10, 15 years ago, I would have said I want to retire as a teacher. Like I just, I, because from the age of seven, I've always known I wanted to be a teacher. And mm-hmm. I just said, like, that's going to be my lifelong career. And then five, 
five years ago, maybe somewhere around there, I was just like, I'm ready to get out of the classroom, but I still want to stay in education. And then, you know, that's what pushed me to go back to school for administration. So, you know, like it's it's never too late to change the path. And um, you just feel more comfortable with with following through with that when you get older. Yeah, yeah. So as we're talking, since we're talking about professions and jobs, one of the things I wish that somebody prepared me for, and this is kind of like, I know a lot of times this is really on parents to do, but I didn't either listen to my parents or they may not have even known they had to tell me this, but I wish someone had told me that the financial decisions Mm -hmm. I made in my 20s, I might still be dealing with them in my late 30s and 40s and to really make sure that I had more financial knowledge as a 20 something year old. Mm -hmm. So part of that is just because, you know, my parents probably didn't even know to tell me, hey, don't get that credit card from that predatory Mm -hmm. credit card company that sits on your campus and says, (laughs) hey, you can get a credit approved and you're 18, you know? So I rack up, you know, debt um, as a college student, you know, because I'm buying like clothes, you know, for no reason. So like, I I wish that I had had more of that knowledge so that I wouldn't have to kind of be repairing that through my 30s. I think I would have felt a little more financially settled earlier had that not happened. So I definitely think like if for those that are not yet 40, like, and maybe listening to this and they're younger, like be aware of that because you can pay for those mistakes for a long Mm -hmm. time, well into your 40s. And even beyond, depending yeah. on what you got yourself into. I just feel like when you're in college, because that's when they get you, like, don't mm-hmm. get a credit card. I, there are definitely benefits. I'm not When I said don't get a credit card at all, there are benefits to having a credit card if you know how to work the system. Yeah. Definitely, because you can get a lot of perks and build your credit. But when you're in college, if you have not been brought up with the mindset of how to use credit, you, you, you graduate with debt. Mm-hmm. Not just student loan debt, but just like debt for like consumer debt, thing. right? Yeah, yep. right. And I, I think that with with our community, that's one thing that we we lack in preparing our future generations. Like other generate other cultures, they they have generational wealth, and they teach their kids how to like save money and trust funds and investing and stocks and all of that. And we as a community do not have. That. Yeah, we're like getting the, to that place right. now where you can we're see. To catch up. Yeah, we're catching up because of we can go on for our systemic racism mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. those things, like all the things that have kept people. And we that's a whole nother episode. Right. But like, yeah, I feel like now that we're in this place where we're able to attain our education and get these great positions and build wealth, like we have to prepare our kids yeah. because that's when they get you in college. They prey on you. I just had this conversation with one of our sorority sisters about this. And she said, you know, when I was in college, they got me, mm-hmm. you know? And she was like, she, I won't say the brand, the company. Oh, but I was about to say it. <laughs> starts with a D. They, explore. They, <laughs> explore. <laughs> when, you, when you want to explore. Right. And you want to find things. Yes, that's and the they, company. they claim that Columbus <laughs> did this. Right, America. <laughs> it's so funny. It's the same it company. No they, will, they would set out tape. They would give you t-shirts yes. and water bottles. They, have they like got this, you. Yeah, it's a pen. They got us. 
But yeah, she she was saying that same, and I was like, "Me too." We were totally different campuses, yep. like totally different yep. regions of the Northeast. And she was like, "Yeah, they got me, girl." Yep. And she was just talking about how you know she was work. She had worked done really hard to re- repair her credit. And so I was like, "Girl, we we a lot of us have been in that same mm-hmm. situation, and you know, and so." We can all share those horror stories, but we can make sure that the the next group yes. don't does not go through that same thing. Yeah, and if you can leave your children, like like my plan is when I when I I would like to upgrade to a bigger house, but I I feel like I'm gonna hold on to what I have and rent it and then pass it on to my daughter. You yeah, know, like as a or, source of income. Yeah, just just you know, just any type of generational wealth is good. Exactly. So. Yes, definitely. So that's something I really wish that you know, someone had taught me more about. And a part of it is like my parents, they they worked so hard. They did so much for us. But I think that that they was something that- They may not that, have known either. That, and it's something we just didn't really talk about. Yeah, we didn't really talk yeah. about money mm-hmm. growing up. It was like just things got taken care of. And right. we always had, we never wanted for anything. My parents worked really hard and made sure we were able to get what we needed and, and even what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And But we just didn't talk about it. So yeah. it wasn't until I was in, an adult that I realized, like, wow, we really should have talked about this stuff because I had no idea yeah. all the things we had to do. And I paid dearly for that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you you realize, like, how that affects you later when you're trying to buy a car or things like that. So definitely don't want to yeah. uh, let, that, let us not talk about that because that is something that I really think... I wish I had known about. My daughter is five, and I I've already started with her. So whenever she gets money, like for Christmas or her birthday, I have her put a portion of it in her piggy bank, and then she also has a bank account that with me at the bank. But she also, you know, with her chores, I'll give her a couple dollars or whatever, and she's been saving it up. So she wanted to buy this toy, or she wanted this toy, and I said, "Well, you you know, you're saving money. How about you get it?" I don't want to spend my money. And she's already learning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you spend it, it's gone. It's gone. So you got to start young. <laughs> yes, I agree. Very good. I'm going yes. to have to uh, borrow that from my little guy. Because my older two, we talk about money. But the little one, mm-hmm. he just want to get all the ask, things. Ask, ask, And they don't understand. They don't have a concept of them. These things cost money. Yeah. I just tell him, put it on your birthday list, hoping he'll forget or not realize <laughs> oh, you how know far now. away Come his birthday now. is. But he's about to be you five. You remember. I'll, yeah, I don't know how much longer I can do that, y'all. <laughs> Like, I just be like, put it on your birthday. Y'all do that to your kids. Put it on your, your Christmas list. And then, like, you're hoping their concept of time doesn't kick in for, like, a few more years. I don't do that because she counts down. Like, it's October, so she's already talking about Christmas. Mm. You know what I mean? And I just don't feel like hearing Christmas between now and this. I just don't want to talk about it. So I don't, I don't mention Christmas. <laughs> no, not till after Thanksgiving. Just be like, put that on your birthday list, honey. <laughs> Go ahead. It's like, my birthday's in a month. It's like, oh, now you understand. You understand the calendar. Okay, got it. Got it. We got to try another tactic. Yes. So those are the some of the qualms and, and benefits of being 40. The wisdom is, is great. Yes, um, it you definitely. You know what else? Uh, before we go, gray hairs, random gray hairs. Okay. <laughs> Like, Wait, my stylist, my hairstylist calls them girlfriends. Okay. And I like that because it's less stigmatizing but when you're sitting in the chair. If they're girlfriends, they're stubborn because gray hairs are hard to color. They are. And it's, they're hard. Like if you have like, I had a gray hair in my eyebrow. I was trying to pluck it out. Very stubborn to it pull out. It wouldn't come out? It was very stubborn. Mm. Yes. Yes. So, so I, don't, I don't think I've seen any gray hair girlfriends um, on my eyebrows, mm-hmm. but... Just in like they they go in certain places in my head, mm-hmm. but I've never seen them anywhere else. Oh, well, they're <laughs> popping up. 
No, I'm just talking about like in your hair. Around. Yeah, your eyebrows. Where you nothing, have hair. No, I'm not talking nothing crazy, but they're just, they're popping up. Yeah, I so so how long is appropriate to keep coloring your hair? Like that's <laughs> something like, so my mom, God rest her soul, she, um, she, kind of let it go for a little while mm-hmm. and then sometimes she would color it back and then let it go mm-hmm. she was kind of like going back and forth between the salt and pepper yeah. and then her like brown color i see some women they look so beautiful with gray hair yes. they, do they just yes. us, like wow but i feel like it does age you a little bit and I just, I don't, I mean, if I did not color my hair, my hair is like 50-50, like gray. And no, like, it's not, Tanya. My aunt went gray very early, like mm. 30s. Like it, in my family, my grand, my grandfather, before he, like his hair was white. It wasn't even gray. Like I have my hair, if I let it go, it's it's salt and pepper. Really? Yes. Yes. I can't even imagine that. And I don't like, it. I just feel like it makes me look like if people see me sometimes and they're like you're 41 but if i had gray hair they would they would believe it <laughs> <laughs> they would definitely believe it sometimes i wish we had a video camera so you guys could see like the body look <laughs> it's like they would believe it no time it's no, so but funny. I don't have I don't have a lot. It's more so in the front, like in the front area, like where you part it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'll I'll see them in or there. The edges. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But like I haven't really looked that hard to see like in the back, like if it's there back there. But like I know like when my hairstylist sees it, she's like, oh, we got to take care of these girlfriends up mm-hmm. here. So it's always in the front. So I feel like that's where they're gonna hang that's out where for a little start while. When they but, start to- Ease on that. But yeah, I'm not, I, I feel like when you maybe, when's a good age? Like y'all tell us, like when's a good age? Feel free to like put in comments if you've listened to us. When is a good time to like start d- letting the gray go? Like, and like either dyeing it to make it all consistent or keep the salt and pepper. Like when's it, you oh, got to have the right cut for that you, too. And the right face for it. Because you got to have the face and the cut. <laughs> right. But I was going to say, I cannot wait until I get to what I call that black lady haircut. Those the older black women with the short gray hair that like I just can't wait. Yes, <laughs> for that my mom has it. I your, just yeah, and your wait. mom looks beautiful. She's rocking it. She is rocking. My that mom natural, had the short natural yes. hair at one point. Yes, like when you can. My aunt has mm-hmm. it like that too. She wears her natural curls and it looks yep. so cute. She had a little bob, very cute with her salt and pepper hair. I love it. I love it. I'm not there yet, but. Yeah, Probably, you got to be ready for that. You have to be ready yeah, for it because it. it's a whole vibe, and then it's a, it's a it's a it's a essence. It's yes. also with that comes you all the things. A presence. It's about like you. the wisdom, yes. and like I'm gonna sit at your feet and drink <laughs> from that cup of wisdom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to cook like a lot. You have to really like Make you have, good potatoes. Yeah, you have to really know. You have to really have all the ingredients <laughs> of that essence right. of the black woman right. haircut that we're talking about. It's just, I don't We need to call it a name or something. I know. We have to find a name for it. Yeah. It, most older black women that are retired have that short, real sharp, short haircut. It, and it looks beautiful. It does. And the hair looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, you know, we just age beautifully. Yes, we do. <laughs> Thank we the Lord. Do. You know, we don't look like we what we've been through. No, which is a good thing. Yes, definitely. A good definitely. Thing. But we're just we want to know like what you guys think about like what are some things that you wish someone told you yes. about turning forty that you're realizing now. Please post your your comments when uh, underneath our our posts. Yeah, share we'll with we'll us. put the questions and share with us. We yes. want to know. And um, a couple things before we go, um, we always like to end with a question. We would we would ask we would say to our something we would 
tell our 20-year-old self. But before we do that, you know, we talked last time about um, how um, children of color, people of color go missing and no one ever talks about them. And so we do want to make sure that every episode we are shouting out um, some names of people that are on the missing and exploited children list or the national um, registry of missing people. And we're particularly focused on people of color. So black and brown people, indigenous people. Um, And so I'm going to just mention a few names from the children's list this time. Um, They're all located in New Jersey because we're in New Jersey. We know a lot of our listeners are in New Jersey area. So we wanted to make sure we shout out those names and please look them up, Google them. um, And if you do know anything, please contact authorities. So Devin Delaney, missing from Bridgewater since September 27th, 2021. He's 16 years old. Kevin Roberts, missing since May 4th, 2021 from Irvington, New Jersey. He's 16 years old. Daniela Hernandez-Martinez, missing since March 7th from Oakland, New Jersey. She's 16 as well. Um, Walter Bailan, July 10th, 2020, missing from North Bergen County. He should be 17 now. And Elijah Lee, March 6, 2020, missing from Wayne, New Jersey, since, and he's 18 years old. Mm. So many names on this list. It's incredibly sad to see all these faces, but we just want to continue to talk about them and shed mm-hmm. a light on these young people. And um, we will be talking about some, we'll bring some names of adults in our next episode, but just want to, um, you know, make sure we're keeping those families in our thoughts yes. and prayers. And, I can't imagine. Um, please go on um, missingkids.org where you can find out more about people that are missing in your area and get the word out about these young people. Yes. So, <clears throat> Tanya, mm-hmm. what is just in general something you would say to your 20-year-old self so that she, young 20-year-old Tanya, is ready for 40-year-old Tanya? Um... Don't wear high heels to work. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, take care of your body because it's just your body, you know, your body gets tired, you know, every day, day in and day out, you are you know, just the, the day in. And Kelly and I, we used to step, you know, we yes. used to be on a step team yes. for our sorority. And the thought of, and we even had some women, they weren't in their 40s, but they were a little bit older. And I have much respect for them. Yes. Because for the, the routines that we did back then, and they were able to keep up. Yes. Much respect. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I could not do it now. Not, no, could not. I would be the one just walking with the mirror, yeah. holding it right. up. So <laughs> you would tell much. her, no no high heels. No high heels. Just, just. They're for sitting. In moderation. They're not for walking. They're moderation. sitting. Yeah. What would I tell my 20-year-old self about what she should be ready for when she turns 40. I definitely would say um, to, hmm, I would, I think the main thing is take care of your body, whatever that means. So I'm mm-hmm. not saying that you have to be thin. I'm not telling young Kelly that she has to be like a, a certain size. It's more about just being aware of what you're putting into your body, mm-hmm. you know, really taking care of it to make sure your body feels strong getting good sleep hygiene, which I did not do through my Mm -hmm. 20s at all. And um, so just you're watching your nutrition, taking care of your sleep, and just in general, just making sure you're pouring into yourself, your energy, like self-care, you know, meditation, just really start to adopt those habits at that age. 
so that you don't have to train yourself to learn it when you're super busy with everything that you have going on when you're 40, that you don't have as much time for it. Like it, it, it's, I wish it was more a part of my routine because I had been doing it all along. Whereas Mm -hmm. now when I'm doing that kind of stuff, it's like, I have to really make sure I squeeze it in because it's not a part of my routine. And something you just said, it made me think ladies, 40 years old, please make sure you get your mammograms, take care of your body. Yes. Doctor's appointments are so important. That's another thing. When we were younger, you may not have gone to the doctor as much because we may not need to, but you have to stay on top of your, your health. Yes. Doctor's appointments. Definitely. Those mammograms. That's another, we definitely need to make sure we talk about some health stuff Mm -hmm. at some point. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for listening to our second episode, season two of the 40 and Fearless podcast. Please share, share, share. Yes, please. Share with friends. Mm. Laugh along with us. If you are interested in joining us. We, we are always looking for guests. We we have fun. We have a yes. good time. And you can come and join us on the podcast. Talk about topics that are of interest to you. If you are a woman who is 40 and older. Mm-hmm. But we, we have some us, good. We might, we might have we, one episode for you Yeah, y'all. we've been talking about opening been, our doors to one, one, <laughs> one person, man that might be someone we want to invite on to have some discussion mm-hmm. so that's still on the table we're, we're thinking about who that person should be <laughs> um but yeah we have some good um episodes coming up too as we approach the holidays so we're really excited about those so just keep listening and we just want to thank you all that have been sharing that have shared with us how much you like the podcast we really appreciate you yes thank you so much all right tanya the one episode we had energy for one my bed is calling my name yes me too <laughs> this was fun though i'm glad i came out <laughs> Glad you didn't cancel the plans tonight. Yes, right? (laughs) All right, but we only do on one, y'all, so we'll see y'all in a little while. See y'all next time. All right, bye. Bye.